Introducing my new $4.99 Spicy Chicken Strips combo. 100% all-white meat strips with crunchy batter and the perfect kick of spice. The chicken is bigger, tastier, and only $4.99 with fries and a drink. Go get it. Plus tax. Limited time only. Price and participation varies. Three-piece combo with small drink and fries. Grocery Outlet is your destination for huge savings on name brand products. This week, stop in for Newman's Own Pasta Sauce. 24-ounce jars and assorted varieties are buy one, get one free. At $1.99 for two, that's a wow savings of up to 72% versus traditional grocery stores. Limit two free. Also, start your morning off right with Post Honey Bunches of Oats Cereal. 14.5-ounce boxes of honey roasted or with almonds are just $1.99. That's a wow savings of up to 65%. Offers good through June 4th. Grocery Outlet Bargain Market. Or do they teach you to talk like this in some Panama City sailor want a hump hump bar? Or is this getaway day and your last shot at his whiskey? Sell crazy someplace else. We're all stocked up here. Hey, this is Sugar Shane with another episode of the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth. Got Billy D's with me. Hope everyone is having a great evening. Yeah, doing pretty good today, man. Better than I was last night. Last night, I wasn't feeling too hot. Oh, really? Yeah, I just had a spell. I don't know what it was. Anxiety, I guess. I don't know. But, uh, man, I took a pill, brother, and, man, I was out. Matter of fact, I was late this morning to work, and that ain't like me. Christina rolled over and said, hey, it's 6.19. I'm supposed to be at work at 6. Ooh. So I jumped out of bed. They were texting. I said, look, I'm on my way. Be there in a minute. And I got there. I mean, I was fine, but it wasn't no big deal. But we ain't going to get rid of the MVP, hell. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I don't recommend being late. Don't get me wrong. I don't like being, that, I don't like being late myself. It drives me crazy. I don't like it because I'm in a rush when I get up and... It just makes a bad day for bad mood for the whole day. Oh yeah, yeah. Your yeah. your rhythm is off. Yeah. Yeah, but I live ten minutes from where I work, and I and I got to be there at six, and I'm usually up by four thirty in the morning because I like to get up, have a cup of coffee, get things you know my head cleared. I don't like jumping right. out of bed and going straight to work. That drives me crazy. Right. Right. Uh, I don't know how people do it. There's people I work with that got to be there at six in other departments, and they're like, "I just woke up ten minutes ago." I'm like, "Oh, whatever," and it couldn't be me. But uh, how was your weekend, man? Oh, it was okay. Yeah, yeah. I didn't did, do much. We didn't either. We did go to the uh, fair Saturday. Was it Saturday night? Yeah, Saturday night. We went to the Randolph Portage County Fair. Uh, down there and boys man I tell you I ever get the money I'm going to have to buy them a couple of horses they love horses I mean they ain't got no fear of nothing they just walk right up to them and start petting them they don't have a problem with it at all some of a couple of them I was worried about them petting they're big huge ones man I didn't know exactly oh, what yeah. kind of attitude mm-hmm. they had me oh, yeah. I'm not I'm not scared of them but I also know to be respectful and you know oh yeah sure. you know, each horse is different they have their own personality and uh, I kind of like weigh their attitude out before I start, you know, sticking my hand in there. But uh, yeah, they was they love the they love the horses more than anything. I looked at the cow; they liked the sheep. We went through that. We saw all that. But I tell you what, I couldn't live on a damn farm. Oh, smell! God damn! 
Yeah. To each his own, man. But I tell you what, I know why my brother left North Georgia now, man. Jesus Christ, smells like shit everywhere you go, man. I damn, I can't stand that damn smell of manure, man. God, mighty. Where he lives, they got a lot of chicken houses where he used to live. He moved from there, man. If you wouldn't battle and fucking smell a shit, the chicken shit all over the place, man, it was the damn <laughs> flies all over the damn place. You could step out without a damn swarm of flies hitting you in the damn face. Uh, uh-uh, that ain't for me, buddy. Shit, no, that's why everybody hears my accent and they're like, oh, he must be an old country boy. Bullshit. Nope, not for me. I don't mind going to visit to relax for a little bit, but there ain't no way in hell I can live in that shit. There ain't no way. I mean, the only jo- your jobs are like few and far between. The ones you get the ones you hate. It's just not right. worth it. Yeah, it's not worth it. But, uh. Well, uh, what we did, we did go to the fair. Like I said, we went to the fair. We just went out there. We didn't stay too long. We got there about seven, left a little after nine. We just let them ride a few rides, uh, ones that I that were for kids and I figured were safe. And uh, we didn't get on no Ferris wheel, no shit like that, because I don't like fair riding myself. Uh, <laughs> Sean says we got 12 around us talking about the uh, chicken houses. He lives up there where my brother used to live. Yeah, they have a lot of them, man. I'll tell you what. They make a lot of money, though. Them chicken houses make them chicken farmers make a good bit of money doing that stuff. It's not. It's not. Uh, people think it's like it's like that old saying goes. You might find a guy on the side, you know, in a small town wearing a pair of overalls. He might be a millionaire, and you never even know it. Right. Because they do make a good bit of money. And uh, going to make mention of two things before we get started. First of all, I want to make mention. I don't know. I put it on Facebook. I don't know if you got a chance to see it. There's a place in Memphis called the Orpheum Theater. Okay. For 34 years consecutively, they've been playing Gone with the Wind. Well, now it's been banned. Because of all this shit with the Confederacy and the damn Civil War and all this bullshit. <laughs> How in the fuck do you ban the Civil War? I mean, the Gone with the Wind movie. Right. I mean, what, what, I mean I'm not being mean when I say this. But if you go to band that, I want Boys in the Hood removed band. I want Friday band because they make some references to white people in these movies. That's racist. I want them banned. Now, do I really want them banned? No, because I don't give a shit. It's a form of art, just like Gone with the Wind. And if you're going to have a Gone with the Wind movie that's based in the Civil War period, you're going to have to have some of that in there. I'm sorry. That's just the way it is. That's how it goes. You want it, if you want it true right. true to life. Well, in essence, I I I certainly agree with you. I'm not for banning movies unless there's something way out of whack going on. Right. Yeah. Um, w- w- what the essence of this is isn't so much what happened historically, but the essence of it is is that you have to keep in mind there's two layers, and anytime you do a period piece, there's two layers. For example. There's the historical context, which can be disputed. Let's say let's say you and I decided to do something about World War II. There is the historical aspect of that that is not to be disputed. But then there is the depiction. And how we presented that side of history is another matter. And, and what the argument is, is that 1930s depiction of what happened during the Civil War glamorizes the plantation glamorizes the, the 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 southern part of that area as something that was very noble and very you know classy and all this see i didn't get that from the movie though 
Well, the the uh, I, I've often said I've I've written a number of things about the 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 South, and there was this uh, you know this attitude of the grand old South where old times there are not forgotten, and the old time land of cotton where old times there are not forgotten, or something like that. Right, and and it, it makes this. Um, it, it, it does put this spin on things that there was something very majestic uh, about the South, and that simply was not the case. For from the and you and I talked about this before, the vast majority of the people in the South, regardless of what their heritage was or their race or what have you, the South was not a pleasant place unless you were very super rich, right? And uh, that. That image has been sold for a long time. Well, a lot of people now, got now, the image that everybody had a plantation down there, lived in the south. Right, exactly. That's not that's not true. Maybe. No, 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 not at all. <laughs> By far. And and uh, where I was going with this was, let's presume the worst. Let's presume that the the Gone with the Wind did present that Southern heritage, that uh, that that classic feel of these grand plantations and their magnificence and all this let's say that let's presume the worst let's say they did do that okay well you know quite frankly i have issues with a lot of these gangster movies and and other types of that glamorize that lifestyle they make it seem like there's this honor in being a, a criminal that's pushing drugs to people and uh, I, we we could go on with this. There's a lot of depictions of things that I don't like at all. But when we start going down that road of you know canceling out artistic depictions and other things that we don't like, you know, where do you draw the soon, line? Yeah, you pretty know? soon there's nothing left. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Where do you draw the line? I mean, there's got to be a spot where you got to be like, damn, that's enough of this shit. I mean, going with the wind has been around how long, and it ain't never been a problem until now. Now folks talking about wanting to cancel the damn thing. Luckily, this is the only one I've heard of so far, but who's to say it won't go any further or somebody else do it? I mean, it, it's ridiculous. I mean, to me, it was a movie yet glamorized, I guess you could say, to an extent, one family. I looked at it as one family, the O'Hara's. They had a plantation. They had the slaves and all that. But it also shows, if you watch... How that damn family went down to the shitter too. Right. Later on, she could, you know, she had to go back and build it all back up, and the home wasn't it was burnt and every damn thing else. So I mean, you had to take it all as a whole after the war. Right. And I mean, to, to cancel the whole, to me, it just it's just stupid. I don't see the point. And uh, I mean, you know. I, that's one of them movies I've even said in the past. I hope, I hope I, I, you know how they do all these remakes in Hollywood nowadays. I said that's one of, one of the, I've got a list of a bunch, but that's definitely one of the top that I hope they never remake. I mean, it's good as is. Yeah. Um, he wants me to spell the theater real quick. It's Memphis, O-R-P-H-E-U-M, theater. I don't know. Was, I think it's Orpheum, but I'm not positive if that's how you spell it, but it's, or how you say it, but that's how you spell it. We've got to talk about this. If you haven't seen the show or if, if you have seen the show, if you finished it, hopefully, if you ain't finished it yet, cover your ears, whatever, i got to talk about it because I have watched the whole season now. And, uh, oh, God, Matt's listening. All right, just hit pause or something. Man. i got to mention just a couple little things. 
as we were talking about Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. Not the last episode, but the one before. I thought that was cool how they brought it in. I texted you how you kill a dead dragon, so to speak. And uh, me and my brother ended up texting later that night. And I said, it won't be fire. It'll be ice. He ends up blasted because he's now part of that deal. So I right. ended up being true. And I will say this without being right, without saying anything too much. I will tell you this. Uh, I was right about Jon Snow. <laughs> yeah, I told you he was going to visit. I had a feeling from I had a feeling about him from like the third season. I was like, "Here's something about this cat that's going to be a little bit different." You know, he's not going to. You know, I, I knew he wasn't just normal. I didn't have it figured out the way they decided it. I thought that was cool how they ended up bringing that into uh, the deal. But okay. um, as far as how he ended up being Targaryen. But I didn't know exactly how they were going to do it, but I, but I knew he was somehow. And uh, and then the little finger, perfect. I couldn't ask for a best scene probably of the whole show, in my opinion, maybe of the whole season. I loved it that much because I was not expecting that at all. At all. So I thought it was good. Was you pretty happy with the season overall? Yeah, I don't. I'm not a big fantasy person, as as you know. But right. I've kind of gotten with Game of Thrones, and of course, I'm there for the blood and the bare breasts. So right, right. You, <laughs> just, you didn't get a lot of bare breasts this year. I know this season. I know not, that. Yeah, not a whole lot. No. no. Uh, I think the last. I, I don't know when the new season's supposed to start. I'm pretty sure it's already been shot. That's like I was telling Christina tonight. I think they shot all thirteen. I think they shot season seven and eight at the same time. I think I don't know. It's pretty. It's, it's pretty. It's a pretty long way off. They're talking. It might be 2019. Oh no! Don't tell me that yeah. shit. Yeah. What the fuck for? I have no idea. From what I understand, and this is all, you know, I don't. I don't want to say gossip, but uh, rumors in the in the industry that what are there six episodes. But each episode is going to be fe- feature film length. Damn. Yeah. That's well, you know, that makes about sense. Because although it's the last season and there's only six episodes left, they still got a lot of shit to cover. I mean, they got a lot of shit to cover. Not only do they have to fight the White Walkers and go through with all that shit, They've got to come to some conclusion about how the throne and who's going to get all that shit. Right. So there's a lot of shit to cover in six hours if they did one hour an episode. So that could very well be that every, each one be at least an hour and a half, yeah. if not more. So uh, uh, it's going to be good. I think it's going to be a great season. Uh, when the, I just, God, I hate this 2019 shit. That sucks. I did see a movie over the weekend. I know you're not a horror buff, as I am not a horror movie fan. I very rarely watch horror movies. Not into the whole slash and dash shit. To me, it's just stupid. It's like every movie. Any any village idiot, to me, you can sit down and write a horror movie. All you got to do is have somebody come in and slash them. Oh, don't go outside where it's safe and run for the street. Let's go upstairs and lock ourselves in the bedroom. Or right. let's go out and crank the car and son of a bitch don't crank. I mean, no. I mean, anybody can you know, write one of them damn things if you're a fool. 
But the thing about it is, this one was really cool. I, I don't want to ruin it, just in case you decide to see it, but um, the movie Get Out, I don't know if you've seen that yet. I've heard about it, yeah. Yeah, it was a very good movie, and I liked the twist to it. It was, And it really isn't a horror movie in the sense of let's slash somebody. It's more of a suspense right. thriller. Yeah, I've heard that, yeah. Yeah, it's not, I've said the, the trailer, when you see the trailer, they almost made it out to be like going to be a horror movie, but it wasn't. It was far from yeah. it. It was more of a, a suspense thriller, but very well done. If you're from Texas and I know anybody from Texas, I hope everybody's safe. Hang oh, here. wow, yeah. yeah it was, uh, that, did that ever reach class hurricane? I'm not sure about that, but the issue is is the is the rain. Right. I mean, the, the rain has been re- relentless. I mean, yeah, they're talking like they say it's 30, like 30, 40 inches, just some crazy amount. God. Yeah. I know I was watching on the map today. It's like it's in a rotation and it's not moving south, north, east, west or nothing. It's just like hovering. That's the problem. Yeah, that's yeah. the problem. It's, it, it just keeps dumping water on the on the same area. Now, we're talking about a big area. It not only is 40 inches, let's say, an incredible amount of water, but you have to figure that it's spread over thousands of square miles. Right. And you're talking about a lot of water. It just doesn't have any place to go. Wow. So. Glad it wasn't here in the winter because every inch equals one, one inch of rain equals four inches of snow. That'd be, that'd be 160 inches of snow here for 40 inches of rain. Good Lord. But uh, that's what they say the equivalent is. If you get one inch of rain, right. it equals about four inches of snow. God, I hate it for them, man. I really do. Uh, gas prices are going to go up they're saying i don't know how i agree with that or shit i i mean i think that's oil people companies gouging i'll always think that you can't tell me that one area and i hate that area had all that damage it's 40 billion dollars in damages is what they've said so far far 40 billion and i hate that area got hit like that but you can't convince me because of that area hitting the whole national average and gas is going to go up it's already went up some inspecting it to go higher I don't buy that for one damn minute. I well, I mean, yeah, I can I, understand I, some. I mean, I can understand. I know what they're saying. They're saying the reservoir or whatever it is has been shut down there. The, or the refinings have been shut down there. But you can't tell me that that's going to jack the gas prices up nationally to where our gas supply is going to be so low. We got a price. You know, that don't make sense. Well, I'll tell you, there's a lot of refineries and a lot of wells uh drilling sites down there and as a matter of fact i i noticed a graphic that somebody showed and you wouldn't believe all of the spots that there was either refineries or you know drilling sites down there and it's one of the key areas that we get our oil from a lot of people are under the assumption that we depend on middle middle eastern oil and it, it is a significant part but actually the United States has actually become one of the one of the suppliers now. So that's one of the reasons why gas prices are low, and that's one of the reasons why a lot of oil people have been out of work in Texas because we have so much of it that uh, you know it's it's driving the cost down. Now you have that area that has been totally decimated. So I would I would feel that it would ha- would have some legitimate impact. So, we'll just have to find out. I know, uh, it may be, like I said, I mean, you got to watch things like that, because when I worked for Kroger, this is not nothing compared to Texas by no means, but they had a snow blizzard or some kind of storm move through Colorado early part of the year or something like that, and they grow a lot of lettuce there. 
in this particular area. So my boss told me to come out there and we put one level of lettuce instead of two like we normally do. And the yeah. lettuce at that time was 99 cents a head. This is back in the early 90s. And uh, instead of two levels, we did one. And we jacked it up to a dollar ninety nine or something like that for a head of lettuce. We don't even we didn't even get our lettuce from fucking Colorado. We got it from Arizona. Huh. And they were jacking the price up in order to make it like we were and we told told to tell customers we, that the reason why the price has gone up because of that storm in Colorado. And we were in short supply of lettuce and we had a big ass fucking box in the back of the damn cooler. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying I'm not saying it's not always the case or yeah. it isn't ever the case. But I'm just saying I don't think it's always the case. I think sometimes some people, you know, try to make that extra buck. Oh, well, there's absolutely <laughs> no question that it, not just with oil, but price gouging is going to be a big problem down there, right? even if it's just for water. I mean, right. there's abs- absolutely no no question exactly. about that. There, there needs to be some kind of law to stop that shit, that price gouging shit. I mean, they need, they need to, somebody needs to step in and stop that shit. Uh, Harvey was a, cat- a, a category four, is what Matt's saying. Now it's a stalled tropical storm. Right. Right. The last I heard, I remembered it going to category three tropical storm, but I didn't know if it ever hit hurricane status. But uh, i tell you what, people think it's uh, a joke, but them things are scary as hell. I was living in the Atlanta area when Hurricane Opal hit. Okay. Now, I don't know if y'all know much about Hurricane Opal when it happened. It was in October of 1995. October the 5th, I can tell you exactly. And the reason why I can tell you exactly was the weirdest shit I ever heard. When a hurricane hits land, what does it usually do? It usually slows down. Right, it dissipates. Mm -hmm. It hit at 75 miles an hour on Hurricane Opal hit. When it got to us up there and hitting the land, we had a 100 mile an hour gust. Trees were falling, hitting houses and shit. Scared the hell out of me. That night, I was in a mobile home. I felt like I was inside inside of a fucking Coca-Cola can. Every time the wind blew, you could hear it. Yeah, it was scary as shit. Yeah, that was the only time I ever heard of a hurricane that actually picked up speed. And there there was a hundred mile an hour winds in that area. You could hear it all night long, and I mean, it lasted all night too. You could, and I can tell you, it was weird. When you opened the front door, and you stuck your right. head out for a second, you could actually smell the salt water because it was a storm coming off the ocean. You could still smell the salt in the air. Hmm. That's some weird shit. And that's a true story. I can tell you exactly the day it was, where I was at. Is at my grandmother's house. Boy, she was having a fit, too, because she don't like storms anyway. She's been in a tornado and other shit, too, because she don't like them at all. Yeah. There's been some bad ones in Ohio. There's been some bad tornadoes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Well, I got something to do that Trump's talking about doing that I do agree with. This is a rare really? case. Yeah, rare occasion. Wow. He's talking about Yeah. He's talking about signing an executive order that Obama passed, allow, uh, that he passed a law that didn't allow cops to carry military-type weapons. Well, Trump is now talking about signing an executive order and allowing them to use them. And the reason why I have no problem with this is look at what the hell we're battling out here. 
It's yeah. almost like bringing a knife to a gunfight. Why in the hell should a cop be able to carry, have to carry a nine millimeter when the son of a bitch is coming at him? He's got an AK forty seven. Yeah, well, it, it's 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 the equipment that a lot of times the military don't need anymore, or it's surplus stuff. There, there was a while, a while there where a lot of police departments, for example, would get these military assault type vehicles for, let's say, if they had a crash through a wall or something like that. <clears throat> And, yeah, he blocked that. Obama did. Yeah. And uh, they're talking about uh, uh, Trump uh, reversing that. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm generally okay with that. We're getting to the point now where there's a lot of illegal weapons that are completely right. illegal that are on the streets now. And a lot of times these police departments are, are outgunned. And you, and you can't go up against these, you know, these large crime groups of one kind or another that are armed to the teeth and you can't expect these these cops to go up against them with slingshots i mean it's just right. absolutely ridiculous yeah i don't have and, any problem uh, with this one at all it just makes perfect sense to me right and um i understand the, the the nervousness that some people have that you're moving toward a police state but you know the fact of the matter is when it boils right down to it it's not the Army, it's not the Navy, it's not the Air Force, it's not the National Guard, it's not any of those things. The only thing that stands between our, our society and the purge is the police department. Yeah, you're That's right. That's it. They only call them, them other people in whenever it's a no case, you know, a half-to situation. Yeah. That's the only time they get called in. So, I mean, yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah, you can use the argument about the police stuff going on here in the last whatever the case may be, but it doesn't make a damn whether you give them a damn AK or you give them a 9 millimeter. If the cop's a bad cop, he's going to be a bad cop. It don't make a shit what you put in his hand. And I don't, you know, and I don't think it's always the cop's fault. I'm not one of these people that thinks it's always the cop's fault. And the fact of the matter is that people would abide by the laws you usually don't have nothing to worry about. I mean, have you ever had anything to worry about? I, I, I've had a couple of weird experiences with police, actually, yeah. Oh, have you really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lord, I have money. I didn't know that. Yeah. I've had a but, couple. But, but, but I, I want to be clear here. I'm, I'm, I'm very much a supporter of the police. Oh, I am, too. And, and, and there's no doubt in my mind I have a lot of good friends that are police. The vast majority of, of them bend over backwards to serve the community very well. Yeah, and it might be a regional thing. I mean, if you go back in time, let's say 20, 25 years down to, you know, to the old south that we were talking about, I would be willing to bet there were some good old boys down there that, you know, wouldn't give everybody a fair shake. Yeah, I think but but I think out of town uh, people, I don't think it matters where you are in that. It's always going to be a bad apple somewhere. Right. Well, it's just, it's that, and I think it's like, if I'm in Ohio, and I ride through with Georgia plates, I think they're more prone to possibly pull me over than they will somebody with an Ohio plate. Because there's in their mind, they're wondering what I'm doing here. They want to know what's going on. I think that applies anywhere you go. Yeah. I mean, because they, they, they see that plate that's not, you know, there. So they're wondering in their mind what's going on, you know, you know, or whatever, and especially how you present yourself as well. I've only had two times in my life that I really had a real bad experience. Once was in my home in Douglasville, 
I got sitting at a stop sign, a guy behind me, the cop flashed his light, didn't put his sirens on, but I swear to, I I know he flashed his light. So when I went through the stop sign, (coughs) I pulled over, he pulled in behind me, got out of the car, and his first thing he said was, is why'd you pull over? I said, because you flashed your light. He said, no, I didn't. He said, but while I'm here, let me go ahead and search your car. First thing out of his mouth, I just laughed at him. I mean, I, I probably shouldn't have done that, but right. I just laughed and I said, if you want to go through this trash heap, go ahead. I had shit all in the car, but there wasn't nothing in there. It get me for. And then the other time was actually in Bowman with me and my brother. And uh, it was actually not in Bowman. It was in Livonia where my mama lives. And we, had, we was looking for somebody and ended up. This is this is not a racial thing, anything at all. What I'm about to say, but it's kind of funny. You know, you always hear about the white people looking out the windows and they see a black guy and they call the law, right? Yeah. In this case, we were in a African American neighborhood and we were looking for someone, and they called the law on us because we was riding around looking for this person who couldn't find their house. So they called the law on us, and they came out there. This weird-ass cop, man, I ain't never seen nothing like it in all my life. He pulls out the car. He gets up to the car, and he's, they search us, pat us down, hold nine yards, search the car. He pulls the Dr. Pepper out of the car, and he goes, what you got here, Dr. Pepper? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, we got us one here. He searched the car. We got back in the car and everything was fine. The good thing about it was he didn't ask me to take my shoes off. (laughs) Uh, And I'll leave that at that. (coughs) That's the only too bad experience. (laughs) If he had asked me to take my shoes off, I probably would have been in the pokey that night. But uh, it was that's the only two bad experiences I've had. And I know overall they're good. I don't think cops are bad. Overall they're good. It's anything in life. You can't apply that to cops. Overall, doctors are good. Are there some shitty ones? Yeah. Overall, lawyers are good. Are there some shitty ones? Yeah. So it applies to every aspect of life. You can't base it just on cops. Every career, every particular work or whatever you do in life is going to be good and bad. Yeah. There's people I work with at work ain't worth a shit. Are all of them not worth a shit? No. But some of them ain't worth a shit. And that's just the straight truth of it. But I don't base everybody on certain individuals. So, North Korea today, uh, two days ago, they fired three ballistic missiles. Two of them, I think, went 150-something miles or something like that. One blew up as soon as it took off or shortly thereafter. And from what I hear today, they fired one that went over Japan. Yeah, I heard something about Japan. I'm not sure. I I didn't get a chance to vet that story before we we came on, so I'm not sure exactly. South Korea is the one that told a story, and I think Japan confirmed it or something like that to that that effect. But um, I don't know if it hit anything or anything like that. I think I've been on the news even more. But they did fire one that went around that area of Japan again. And I'm telling you, man, something's got to be done. I've said it, I don't know how many shows, I don't know how many times I've had to tell up, they gotta take that motherfucker out. He's crazy. You can put anything you want to say to that dude, he ain't gonna listen to shit. You can sit down and have, oh, I don't give a damn. They could, 
Donald Trump can fly into North Korea tomorrow, sit down and have a talk with him, and then come up with a so-called peace treaty, and next week he'll fire another goddamn missile. Right. He don't care. But uh, that's just my point of view. But, uh, right. Well, Matt says that police has a much different way of how to deal with people who are not Caucasian. Unfortunately, it's a fact. I don't think it's a fact. And I don't think you can generalize that, though. You can't make a generalization. Not all cops are that way. I've seen white cops pull over black people and treat them fine. It's not a natural or whatever the case may be. You can't stereotype. When you get into a stereotype, then you're saying it's more or less all. And I don't make general assumptions based on what happens to a select few. There's been white people mistreated by cops. Maybe it doesn't happen as often or it doesn't happen in a certain way or whatever, what area you're in. I don't know. But I've seen it happen that way, too. I mean, just like a story I told, that was a white cop that pulled me over. And he wanted to search me, pad me down, search the car. I thought I don't know what he thought I had in a damn Dr. Pepper, but he wanted to check that. There was no reason for him to treat me like that. I hadn't done shit. Yeah. And I was living in Ohio at that time, and I was visiting my brother. So then he wanted to ask me about a thousand questions about what I was doing in Ohio, in Georgia because I had an Ohio driver's license. Well, here's the, I'll, I'll, I'll throw this in there. Um, I, I would agree that in certain regional areas, like I alluded to earlier, that some some mistreatment of the community might be more common than in other places. I'm not going to sit here and deny that there aren't problems because there most certainly are. Oh, yeah. Um, but by the same token, okay, um, I'll throw this out there. You know, we're getting to the point now where we expect police to be paramedics when they show up when somebody's ODing or whatever. We expect police to be lawyers and instantly be able to analyze every situation and know what all the laws apply in a matter of seconds. Where when these when these incidents are reviewed, they take six months. A whole panel of experts review these incidents, but we expect the police to know instantly what all the laws are and how they apply in these situations. We expect these police to have to be psychiatrists, you know, when they run across someone who's having some sort of a, a mental breakdown and they're they're walking in the middle of the street. We expect these police to be able to handle that. I could go on and on and on here. OK, well, let me tell you what people who have those credentials don't work for forty five thousand dollars a year. All right? right. So this is a case where you get what you pay for. And over and over again, we have the we, we anytime we you know cities put on these things, they need more police, they need more training, they need more money. They almost they're getting to the point now where they almost always get voted down. Well, you can't have it both ways. If you want if you want highly skilled, highly trained professionals to be monitoring the streets, then you're going to have you, these communities are going to have to dig in their pocket and do something. Yeah, about it. they don't want to do we, that. Yeah, now we have that actually in in Canton going on right now. You know, the the funds in Canton are are very low, and everybody's always complaining about the police response times, and everybody's complaining that the police only come out when there's you know something really bad going on, like a shooting or something like that. Otherwise, well, you know what? That's what they're that's what they're occupied with. You know, if your lawn chairs get stolen, you know, too too bad. All right, there's people out there shooting at each other. Okay. And, and if you if you want police to be that available, then you better be able to pay more taxes. Right. 
And, uh, you know, so that's the only thing that I would argue. I would argue that if this situation is going to get better, a lot of the people who want these problems corrected should be volunteering and going through the police academy and becoming police officers to do something about it. And these communities are going to have to start paying more taxes to make sure the police have the proper equipment and the proper training and, every, and all of your, everything else. So that's, a, that's all a part of it, and that's the part that never gets said. Right. Well, you see, I'm a firm believer in what you think is what you are. You want me to tell you what keeps racism alive in this country? People's thought patterns. People like wanting to ban Gone with the Wind. People bitching about this, bitching about that, wanting to talk about this is this, and this is the reason is that, and oh, and all that. That's what keeps racism alive in this country. It has nothing to do with what, you know, I'm not saying there isn't hate out there, but if people would learn not to nitpick everything, and I'm doing a motivational video Friday night against political correctness, so you might want to listen to that one. I'm so fucking tired of political correctness. It's about, I hate it. There's a way to talk to somebody with respect and still get your point across without worrying about every little damn thing you say. And I'm so sick and tired of oversensitive motherfuckers. If your life is so goddamn bad and all you got to do is worry about little bitty shit, you know, that doesn't even remotely affect you, then you might want to stop and reevaluate your life because it must suck ass. You have to have one of the most miserable motherfucking existences I've ever known to mankind. Because I'm going to tell you, from the time I get up at 4.30 in the morning to the time I go to bed, I'm too goddamn busy to worry about whether going with the wind's going to have got to be banned out of damn Memphis or not. Because I got more to do with my life and worry about shit like that. I'm a busy fucker. And it's like that old saying goes, if you got more, if you got time to mind somebody else's business, you must not have no mind, no business of your own to mind. To me, it's just gotten petty shit in this country and the world in general. But especially this country is what I see more because I live here. And in this country, it's gotten goddamn ridiculous. And yeah, I'm pissed because it does piss me off. Pisses me off when I got to get open in a damn newspaper every day and somebody bitching about this and somebody bitching about that. Ain't nobody bitching about fucking medical, medical, uh, the medical uh, treatment in the country anymore. Nobody gives a flying shit about that anymore. Yeah, that's true. But we got to worry about that motherfucking. Yeah, but we got to worry about that motherfucking statue down there in goddamn Virginia is sitting up there made out of concrete and the motherfucker. Don't mean shit to no goddamn body now. He's been dead for a hundred and something goddamn odd years. But we got to worry about that stupid son of a bitch. Why don't you get your heads out of your fucking asses and realize that all this is is fucking distractions. Well, you know, it's not only hurting. And here again, I don't if you're listening to me for the first time, I don't have an ideology as far as being conservative or or liberal, but. This political correctness is not only hurting conservatives and pinning them out to be bad people, but by the same token, it's also hurting liberals, whether they believe it or not, because identity politics is a lot of the reason why they lost the election. And if, if they keep on this path, there's going to be more and more people feel that they don't have a real message. No, it's and, stupid. They start to sound dumb. 
Yeah. And it's, uh, it, it, you know, the, the things that they were worried about last year, you know, the I don't even remember what some of them were, but some of the issues about fat shaming and, you know, somebody says something wrong about the title of a movie and they were, you know, claiming that, oh, well, you're insensitive. And they went, they went, they went a whole, down that whole road. Okay. And while they were doing that, Trump talked his way into the White House. And you, you might, you might feel that that's a great thing. I don't know. But my point is, is if that's the dialogue that's driving our discussion right now, if that's the, the dialogue that's driving our politics right now, it minimizes the real problems that we have, just like you were talking about. There are some very real uh, social issues that need very careful examination by everybody, by the whole of society, and we can't do it when we're playing identity politics. There's all kinds of issues right now that have to deal with economic inequities all through our society. And we're not talking about them because we're playing identity politics. And yeah. I could just I could go on and on with this. Oh yeah, you're exactly right, and you're right. It wasn't. Let me tell you something. Donald Trump didn't win that election. Donald Trump didn't win that election because of the Russians. Get that shit out of your fucking head. All you dumb motherfuckers out there think that shit. Get it out of your goddamn head. Because the oh, Russians my. didn't win that fucking election. Okay. Get that in your fucking head. Put the Kool-Aid down for a goddamn minute and realize the Russians didn't win that fucking election. Who won that election is the Democrats for being so fucking stupid. That's why Donald Trump won that election. That's exactly, bar none, exactly why he won that fucking election. There ain't no other way. If they'd have had a better fucking candidate instead of that dipshit brawl they had up there, Sorry, but she wasn't worth two shits. If they'd have had a better candidate to face him, they would have been the, won the presidency this year and not that stupid ass we got in there now. Yep. So you want to pat somebody on the back for, for winning, for, for losing, pat your own ass on the back because you're the ones that caused it with your Democratic liberal bullshit. Making issues out of nothing that didn't account to fucking shit. That had nothing to do with nothing. And all I hear people, I hate Donald Trump. I hate, hey, I'm not crazy about him either. But guess what? This motherfucker didn't vote for him either. <laughs> so put that in your fucking pipe and smoke it. Because I didn't vote for the asshole. And I didn't vote for Hillary Clinton either. And people say, well, you didn't vote. You can't talk. I can talk all I goddamn want because I didn't like neither damn one of them. And I don't read anywhere in the fucking Constitution where it says, if you don't like either one of the candidates, you must vote for one. No, I don't. Voting for the lesser of two evils. Two evils is two evils. It don't make a shit which one you vote for. I didn't have any confidence in either one of them motherfuckers. <laughs> so why in the hell would I vote for either one of them? So don't put your shit and blame on me. Put the blame on your ass. If you're the one that voted for either one of these or whatever the case may be. Because the Democrats lost this election. It didn't have a damn thing to do with any Republicans or anybody else. It was one of the worst ran elections I ever seen. Probably, oh, it is. The worst run election I ever seen in my lifetime. Bar none. Nothing compares. The debates, a fucking debacle. 
I mean, you get up there and two damn folks up there just bitching at one another about what one can do and what one ain't doing. And it wasn't. It was just a damn stupid ass debate. Some of the worst, the worst I've ever seen in my life. I'd have rather watched Mayweather and fucking McGregor go at it. Oh yeah. At least it would have been some damn black eyes and some busted noses. They might as well put gloves on. It was just a bunch of bitch fest. Every debate was bitch fest. And what do you got going on now in the newspapers? Fox bitching this way, CNN bitching that way. It's just a bitch fest back and forth between both of them. They're just continuing on. So no. You want to blame somebody, blame the Democrats. Congratulations, assholes. You get what you got. All you can do is hope next year you get them, you can win the House and the Senate. That's all I can tell you. But if you keep going down the damn road you're going, with all this petty shit, you ain't going to win that one. Hate to tell you. Bad news to you. It won't fucking happen. Because there's people getting tired of that shit, and you better get some damn leadership, Democrats, because you ain't got a damn bit of it. That's all I got. We're about out of time. <laughs> You can't add any more to that. That was quite the rant. I'm sorry. I just get on it, man. I'm sorry. You got anything? No. All right, man. Sorry I get on my rant, man. That just pisses me off when I hear people bitch about it. It's their own damn fault. Well, y'all have a good one. We'll be back uh, Thursday night. There's a difference between do it yourself and do it for a living. At the Home Depot, we get that. And we're here to help pros get the job done with the products and brands you trust. Technology to keep your job on track. Job site delivery to save you time. And bulk pricing on over 4,000 items every day to save you money. When you've got a job, we're on the job. The Home Depot. More saving, more doing. They always told Will he was too short to play basketball, but Will never listened. Will let his work ethic do the talking for him, always in the gym, always running drills. Will knew where there was a will, there was a way, and he was Will. But then, after his second child was born, he realized the pros were all way better than him. So Will gave up and buried his high tops in a tearful ceremony. But one day, he heard that Geico could save him money on car insurance, so he switched and saved a bunch, which was awesome. 